Spring of Life Fellowship and the vision of changing the world invites you to listen to a message of restoration and strengthening for your life. Let's listen to our guest. Muy buenos días. Good morning to you all. Antes de comenzar la prédica, quisiera darles un versículo que está en 2 Crónicas 16, 9. Before we begin the, begin the preaching, I'd like to share a word that's in 2 Chronicles 16, 9. Ese, ese versículo es para mi vida. And you can say, this verse is for my life. Dice, porque los ojos de Jehová contemplan toda la tierra para mostrar su poder a favor de los que tienen corazón perfecto para con él. It says, for the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. Y corazón perfecto para él significa un corazón maduro. And a heart that is loyal to him is a heart that is mature. Muchas veces nosotros decimos que no podemos venir a la iglesia porque tenemos que trabajar. Many times we say we can't come to church because we have to work. Y yo creo que es bueno trabajar. And it's good to work. Pero también es bueno darle gracias al Señor cuando menos el domingo por el favor que te permite trabajar. But it's also good to give thanks to God at least on Sunday for the strength he gives you and the grace to be able to work. Nosotros siempre tenemos una lista de prioridades para hacer. And we always have a priority, a long list of priorities. Hace 15 días antes de venir aquí a los Estados Unidos. 15 days before I, we, we came to the United States. Yo le dije a la iglesia, el Señor me mandó a predicar ese mensaje. The Lord had me share that message with the church in Mexico. Que sacáramos toda una lista de las cosas que teníamos pendiente que Él nos contestara. To take out our list, our, our prayer list of all the things that we were waiting for Him to answer. Y después que yo le dijera a la congregación qué prioridad tendría su lista si les detectan un cáncer mortal. And I asked them what, how important would the, your list of your prayer list be and your priority list be if they gave you if they diagnosed you with cancer. Y la congregación tuvo que decir es basura. And the, the congregation said it would be garbage. ¿Y sabes qué pasó la siguiente semana? You know what happened next week? Yo fui probado en eso. I was tested in that. Porque mi nieta resultó con leucemia. Because my granddaughter was diagnosed with leukemia. Y la gente me dice, pastor, pero yo te veo en paz. And people tell me, pastor, but I see you at peace. Porque el Señor preparó mi corazón para ese evento. Because the Lord prepared my heart for that event. Y es un evento que cualquier persona puede pasar. And it's an event that any one of you can go through. La palabra dice que tengamos listo nuestro depósito para el día de la prueba. The Bible says to have our, our deposit ready for the day of trial. Entonces yo me le pedí al Señor, Señor, permíteme ordenar mis prioridades. So I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, help me order my priorities. Permíteme poner mi corazón en las cosas que yo sé que tú requieres que yo haga. Help me put my priorities in those things that you want. You want me to do. Yo quiero tu gracia. Tu gracia. I want your grace. Para que eso pueda suceder como es tu voluntad. So that I'd be able to order my list according to your will. Yo quiero organizar mi vida de tal manera que yo te pueda poner a ti en primer lugar. I want to organize my life in such a way that I can put you in first place. Nada puede acontecer en tu vida si no pones primeramente el reino de Dios y su justicia. Nothing can take place in your life unless you put you seek God first and his Righteousness. Dice are, you, palabra, me, so, are you guys working to get the feedback fixed? Thanks. Dice la palabra del Señor. The Bible says que el que pone primeramente el reino de Dios y su justicia. That whoever puts first God, God's kingdom and His righteousness. En todo lo demás será prosperado. That all other things will be added. En todo lo demás vendrá por añadidura. All other things will be added. ¿Qué significa todo? What does all mean? Salud. Does it mean health? Provisión. Your provision. Paz en el hogar. Peace at home. Todo. It means everything. Todo significa todo. Everything means everything. ¿Sabes qué significa añadidura? You know what it means that it shall be added? ¿Has llegado a un supermercado a comprar algo? 
Have you ever come to a supermarket to buy something? Por ejemplo, una pasta de dientes. Maybe you're buying a toothpaste. Y ese día te están regalando el cepillo de dientes. And that day they give you the toothbrush. No es que ese cepillo no le cueste it's al que gift. te lo está dando. And it's not the it's not the case that the supermarket didn't have to buy or pay for that toothbrush. El supermarket pagó. The supermarket had to pay for that toothbrush. Pero para ti es gratuito. But they're giving it to you for free. Cristo ya pagó por todos tus pecados. And Christ has paid for your sins. Cristo ya pagó por todos tus dolores. And he paid for your pain. Cristo ya pagó por todas tus enfermedades. He paid for your sicknesses. Pero ahora te quiere dar todo. And now he wants to give you si tú all lo pones en primer lugar. If you put him in first place. Que nunca se te olvide lo que te voy a decir. Don't ever forget what I'm about to tell nunca you. Nunca se te olvide. Never forget this. Si tú no pones a Cristo If you don't put Christ en primer lugar, in first place, Cristo nos va a poner a nosotros en último lugar. Christ will put us in last place. Porque el Señor dice, yo amo a los que me aman. Because the Bible says, I love, Jesus says, I love those who love me. Y me encuentran los que temprano me buscan. And those who seek me early find me. ¿Cuántos no cambiarían su edad por haber encontrado a Cristo a los 13 años? How many of you wouldn't change uh, the wouldn't change the fact that uh, you could have found Christ earlier when you were 13? ¿Cuántas lágrimas nos hubiéramos ahorrado? How much pain could we have avoided? ¿Cuánta familia destruida? How many uh, how many families that were destroyed could have been avoided? ¿Cuántos hijos that, lastimados? How many children have been hurt? ¿Cuánta gente que pereció en alcoholismo, en drogas, en, en enfermedades por el pecado? How many people were lost in alcohol and drugs and sin? Pero los ojos de Jehová están mirando la tierra. But the eyes of the Lord roam to and fro about the earth. Y dice que él va a proveer a los que son justos con él. And it says he will provide for those who are loyal to him. Cuando él lo dijo, el Espíritu de Dios todavía no estaba en el hombre. And when he said that, the Spirit of God was not yet on, upon man. Pero cuando Cristo vino, dijo, les daré un consolador para que sepan todas las cosas que han de hacer. But when Christ came, he said, I'm going to send the comforter who will teach you everything you must do. El otro día alguien se quiso burlar de que por qué nos llamamos cambiando el mundo. The other day somebody was trying to make fun of us saying why are, why do we say we're going to change the world? ¿Y qué significa cambiar el mundo? What does changing the world mean? Te voy a decir qué significa. I'm going to tell you what it means. Señalarles lo que está mal para regresarlo a los caminos del Señor y sean salvos. To show them those things that are wrong that they might turn and come to Christ. Eso significa cambiador del mundo. That's what changes the world. ¿Y sabes qué le costó eso al Señor? And you know what what price Christ paid for that? La vida. It cost him his life. Le dijo a sus hermanos, ustedes pueden ir a la fiesta. He told his brothers, you can go to the parties. Porque ustedes no tienen problema con nadie. You can go to the feast because you don't have problems with anybody. Pero yo no puedo porque mi tiempo todavía no es el correcto. But I cannot go because my time is not yet come. Porque cada vez que ellos me ven se acuerdan que sus obras son malas. Because every time they see me, they remember that their deeds are evil. Por eso somos cambiadores del mundo. That's why we're world changers. Vamos a orar por la palabra. Let's pray for the word. Padre, te damos gracias. Father, we give you thanks. En esta mañana. This morning. Y te pedimos en el nombre de Jesús. And we ask in Jesus name. Que tu palabra. That your word. Pueda caer. Would fall. Como buena semilla. Like good seed. En nuestro corazón. In our heart. Que demos fruto. We want fruit. Ciento por uno. Hundredfold, Lord. Danos tu Espíritu Santo. Give us your Holy Spirit que rebose that would overflow en nuestro corazón in our heart, que podamos tener hoy so that we could have today un reto a challenge para empezar a ser to begin to do unos hijos obedientes or begin to be uh, obedient children una familia madura en Cristo Jesús and mature families in Christ que podamos mostrar el fruto and that we could show forth the palabra fruit of your word en cada vida in every life en cada familia in every family de este lugar Of this, in this place. y podamos ir a las naciones that we could go to the nations, a ser discípulos to make disciples, como tú nos los pediste as you taught us, en el nombre del Padre in the name of the Father, del Hijo and of the Son, and del Espíritu Holy Santo pon un cerco de ángeles put us, put a head, us, let the angels encamp around us alrededor de nosotros y podamos Señor so that we might be able estar cubiertos to be covered con tu sangre preciosa with your precious blood en el nombre de Jesús in the name of Jesus Amen. Amen me pidió 
nuestro amado Pastor Molina que yo les compartiera el mensaje de la semana pasada. Our beloved Pastor Joaquín asked me to share the message that I shared last week in the Spanish service. El mensaje se llama Paternidad, Madurez y Familia Espiritual. The message is called Fatherhood, Maturity and Spiritual Family. Quiero que sepas que desde el libro de Génesis en el capítulo 1 I want you to know that from chapter 1 of Genesis versículo 26 uh, verse 26, cuando Dios creó al hombre a su imagen y semejanza when God created man in his image and likeness, y varón y hembra los creó man and woman he created them, los hizo con el propósito de caminar con ellos como un padre y unos hijos de hecho cuando ellos caen As a matter of fact, when they fell, cuando ellos pecan, when they sinned, en el libro de Génesis, capítulo Genesis, 3, versículo 8, in Genesis chapter 3, verse 8, dice que cuando Dios se paseaba en el huerto, ellos estaban escondidos. Entonces Dios se paseaba alrededor de su creación. So God walked amongst His creation. ¿Cuántos dicen amén? How many say amen? El Señor quería tener una relación cercana con su creación, con sus hijos, con Adán y con Eva y sus familias. Y nosotros fuimos los que rompimos esa relación tan cercana al Señor. And we broke that that close with the Lord. Por nuestra desobediencia. Because of our disobedience. Entonces esta mañana so this morning, yo te quiero enseñar el desafío de poder organizar y ordenar tu vida a la manera de Dios. I want to challenge you to structure your life according to God's way. Y de verdad con temor y temblor se los digo. And so I tell you with fear and trembling. No quiero que me vean hoy como un pastor y como un predicador. I don't want you to hear me or see me as a preacher or a pastor. Quiero que me vean como un mensajero de Dios que le está leyendo la palabra de Dios. I want you to hear me as a messenger of God who's reading the word of God. No les voy a dar ninguna opinión personal. I'm not going to give you any of my personal opinions. Todo lo que se está hablando es para ser leído de la palabra. Everything that we're speaking is going to be read Amen. from the word of God. Ahora quiero que sepas algo. So I want you to know something. El enemigo aborrece tu familia. The enemy hates your family. El enemigo no quiere verte feliz con tu familia. The enemy doesn't want you, want to see you happy El enemigo with your family. De, de tu alma no quiere ver una casa donde hayan padres y donde hayan hijos. The enemy doesn't want to see homes that have fathers and children. Pero en el libro de Malaquías capítulo 4 versículo 6, But in Malachi, chapter 4, verse 6 dice que el Señor haría volver el corazón de los padres hacia los hijos y de los hijos hacia los padres. The Bible says God is going to turn the hearts of the fathers towards the children, the hearts of the children para que no viniera la ira del Señor, so that the wrath of God would not come. La maldición del Señor. And the curse of God. Entonces yo te quiero desafiar, ¿sabes qué es un desafío? So I want to challenge you. Es un reto. I want to challenge you. Te quiero desafiar a decir al Señor, Señor, eme aquí. I challenge you to tell the Lord, Lord, aquí. Lord, here I am. Te quiero servir. I want to serve you. Te quiero obedecer. I want to obey you. Quiero hacer tu voluntad. I want to do your will. No quiero hacer la mía propia. I don't want to do my will. ¿Y sabes qué se necesita para eso? You know what you need for that? Tener paternidad. You need Uh, paternity or tener un padre you need to have a father. te voy a mostrar quién restauró la relación de hijo a padre Jesús vamos a Juan capítulo 5 número en versículo 19 lo vas a leer en inglés José John 5.19 léelo por favor Then Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, the son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the father do. Entonces, For whatever he does, the son also does in like manner. Entonces Jesucristo no vino a hacer su propia voluntad. So Christ didn't come to do his own will. Jesucristo vino a obedecer la voluntad de su Padre en los cielos. Jesus came to obey the will of God the Father. Lee el versículo 20. Let's read verse 20. For the Father loves the Son and shows him all things that he himself does. And he, and he will show him greater works 
than these that you may marvel. Entonces Jesús no hizo ninguna obra de su propia voluntad, sino todo lo que su padre le ordenó, ¿verdad? ¿Lo so, estamos leyendo? So Jesus didn't do anything of his own will, y only what God showed him to do. Y como Jesús fue obediente, mira lo que dice versículo 21, Juan 5:21. And because Jesus was obedient, let's see what it verse 21 says. It says for as the Father raises the dead and gives life to them, even so the Son gives life to whom he will. La obediencia de Jesucristo lo llevó a tener en él vida y poderla dar a los que en él crean. Christ's obedience allowed him to have life and to give life to whoever believes in him. ¿Cuántos de nosotros nos preguntamos muchas veces, Señor, y esto es lo que me toca vivir? How many of us ask ourselves sometimes, Lord, is this my lot in life? Señor, ¿y eso es todo lo que hay para mí? Is this all that that there is for me? Entonces es bueno decirle, ¿sabes qué, Señor? Enséñame a ser un hijo. So it's good to say, Lord, Teach me to be a son. Enséñame a ser obediente. Teach me to be obedient. ¿Qué dice el versículo 30? And, and verse 30. Juan 5, 30. Verse 30 says, I can myself, I can of myself do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is righteous, because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the Father who sent me. Entonces Jesús está diciendo, yo no voy a hacer nada. So Jesus is saying, I'm not going to do anything. Que mi padre no me mande hacer. I'm not going to do anything my father hasn't sent me to do. Yo no quiero ser una persona que venga a, a, a la iglesia a hacer mi propia voluntad. I'm not going to be someone who comes to church to do my own will. Yo quiero llegar a la iglesia a hacer la voluntad de mi padre que está en los cielos. I want to come to church and do God's will. Vamos al libro de Filipenses 2. Let's go to Philippians chapter 2. ¿Cuánto le costó a Jesucristo ser obediente? What was the what price did Jesus have to pay to be obedient? Mira lo que dice. Let's see what it says. Primeramente fue humilde, ¿verdad? First of all, he was humble. Dice 2:5, léelo 2:5 y 6. Philippians 2:5 and 6 say, "Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus." El dedo hasta el 9, por favor. Verse 6. Sí, 6, 7, 8, and 9. Who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. And el 8. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death. Entonces, ¿cuánto fue obediente Jesús? So, To what extent was Christ's obedience? Hasta la muerte. Until death. Pastor, pero quiere decir que para yo ser un cristiano hoy en, 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 el, en el siglo 21 yo tengo que ser obediente hasta la muerte? Sí. Pastor, are you saying that in the 21st century in order for me to be a Christian I have to be obedient unto death? Porque la palabra yes. de Dios dice que el que no se niegue a sí mismo no puede ser mi discípulo. Because the Bible says that he who doesn't deny himself daily cannot be my disciple. Oíste lo que dice el que no se niegue, no el que se satisfaga. Did you hear what it said? It said he who does not deny himself, not he who satisfies himself, but he who denies himself. El que pierde su vida por causa de mi nombre la ganará. He who loses his life for my sake will save it. Muerte espiritual. Spiritual death. Ya no quiero hacer nada por mi propia cuenta, Señor. I don't want to do anything of my own will. 38 años yo hice las cosas por mi propia cuenta. I spent 38 years doing things for uh, according to my will. ¿Y sabes cómo acabé? And you know what the result Con was? el pelo zanahoria hasta los hombros pupilentes azules I, y I pesando had, 180 libras. I had carrot color hair uh, wearing uh, blue contact lenses and and uh, and 180 pounds. Nunca me hubieras invitado a tu casa a llevarte una palabra. You would have never invited me to your house for anything. Pero el Señor me dio vida. To give you a word of God, but Porque God gave él me life. Da la vida. Because he gives life. Ahora tú me ves y dices, bueno, luce como una persona normal. Now you see me and you say, well, the guy looks pretty normal. Pero eso es por la misericordia de Cristo. But even that is the grace of God and the mercy of God. Es la misericordia de Dios. It's God's mercy. Y sabes una cosa? And you know what? Te doy un secreto. Let me give you a Uno secret. te voy a dar. I'm going to give you a secret. Yo quise tener un padre. I wanted to have a father. 
y me hice hijo del pastor Molina. And I made myself a son of Pastor Joaquín Molina. Yo tenía 38 años y él 28. I was 38 and he was 28. ¿Y sabes una cosa? You know something? Créeme que yo ya había vivido mucho más que él. Believe me, I had lived a lot more than he had. Y no vayas a creer que para ser un pecador necesité drogas o licor. And don't think that to, in order to be a sinner I needed drugs or alcohol. Nunca me drogué y nunca bebí. I never took drugs and I never drank. Ni siquiera fumé. I didn't even smoke. Pero me endemonié. But I got demon possessed nonetheless. Pero cuando conocí al Señor, But when I met the Lord, ¿sabes qué fue lo que le pedí? You know what I asked him for? Enséñame tus caminos. Teach me your ways, Lord. Ahora sabes una cosa por qué nos podemos convertir seriamente? Porque no podemos. ¿Por qué podemos? Do you know how we can get saved sincerely? Porque llegamos a un punto de quiebra donde no queda nada alrededor nuestro. When we come to a point of brokenness where there's no nothing left of ourselves. Yo tenía cinco quiebras. I had five bankruptcies. Espiritual. I, I was bankrupt in five ways: spiritually, material, materially, familiar. In my family, moral, morally, económica, financially, y social, and socially. Nadie quiere estar alrededor de alguien que ha fracasado. Nobody wants to be around somebody who's a failure. Solamente Jesús. But Jesus does. Él sí quiere estar alrededor de los que fracasan. He wants to be with those who have been. Él sí quiere failed. estar alrededor de los perdedores. He wants to be among the losers. ¿Sabes para qué? You know what for? Para hacerlos victoriosos en su reino. To make them victorious in his kingdom. Pero queremos y tenemos que ser hijos. But we have to be sons. ¿Sabes con profunda tristeza lo que hoy se predica muchas veces? You want to know and I say this with much sadness, you want to know what's a very common word that's preached nowadays que la relación dentro de la iglesia con tus ministros y tus pastores no los veas como padres en la fe not to see your relationship with the ministers in the church as fathers pero te voy a mostrar cinco escrituras para but, que veas que lejano es eso but we're going to see five scriptures so that you see how far that is from what's written in the word vamos al libro de Timoteo let's go to the book of Timothy primera de Timoteo first Timothy capítulo 1 1 Timothy chapter 1 versículo 1 y 2 verses 1 and 2 Léalo por favor Therefore if there are any if Paul an apostle of Christ Jesus according to the commandment of God our savior and Christ and of Christ Jesus who is our hope to Timothy my true child in the faith grace mercy and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord ¿Cómo le llamó Pablo a Timoteo? What did Paul call Timothy? Timoteo Timothy, mi verdadero hijo my en la fe. My true son in the faith. Timoteo no era su hijo de sangre. Timothy wasn't his blood son, his son by blood relationship. Timoteo tenía un padre griego. Timothy had a Greek father. Su mamá era judía, pero su papá era griego. Timothy's mother was Jewish, Timothy's father was Greek. Pero dice que desde pequeño había atendido las escrituras con su abuela y su mamá. But the Bible says that from a young age he was studying the scriptures with his mother and his grandmother. Y cuando él vio a Pablo, pudo ver en Pablo un hombre de Dios. And when he saw Paul, he was able to see in Paul a man of God. Y por eso quiso ser su hijo. And that's why he wanted to be his son. Y todos nosotros podemos ver en nuestro pastor un hombre de Dios y debemos querer ser sus hijos. And all of us can see in our pastor a man of God and should desire to be his sons. ¿Y sabes una cosa? And you know something? Mi papá espiritual que es el pastor Joaquín, de verdad que muchas cosas que me ha dicho no me han gustado. My spiritual father, Pastor Joaquín Molina, has told me many things that I haven't liked and I didn't like to hear. ¿Sabes por qué no me han gustado? You know why I didn't like them? Porque me hacen llevar mi carne a la cruz. Because it, it, it requires me to carry my cross. Me hacen dejar mis planes. And it causes me, it makes me leave my plans me behind. Dejar mi voluntad. And it causes me to leave my ways behind. A los pies de la cruz. And leave them at the foot of the cross. Pero sabes una cosa? But you know what? No hay nada que él me haya aconsejado que no me haya traído bendición extremadamente grande. There is nothing that he has given me as 
as a counsel that has not brought me great blessing. Dice que un padre que ama a su hijo lo disciplina. It says that a father who loves his children disciplines them. Un padre que no ama a su hijo lo deja hacer su voluntad. A father who doesn't love his children lets them do their own will. Estoy lleno del espíritu esta mañana, I'm de verdad. Filled with the Holy Spirit. allá por el techo volando. De verdad. Quisiera usar las palabras correctas para desafiarles a querer ser hijos en la fe. I'm trying to use the right words to challenge you to be children or sons in faith. Esta es una iglesia de familia, esta es una iglesia que quiere tener padres e hijos en la fe. This is a church, this is a family church that wants to have fathers, spiritual fathers and spiritual sons. ¿Y sabes una cosa? And you know what? No te pueden obligar a ser hijo, tienes que hacerlo voluntariamente. Nobody can force you to be a son. You have to do it willingly. Pero cuando tú tienes un padre, But when you have a father, tú ya no eres un huérfano espiritual. You're no longer a spiritual orphan. Huérfanos espirituales. Spiritual orphans. Cambiándose de iglesia en iglesia. Going from church to church. En busca de un papá. Looking for a father. Gloria a Dios que aquí hay un siervo de Dios que dice, imítenme a mí en lo que yo imito a Cristo. Praise God, there's a, there's a servant of God here that says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. Imítenme a mí. Imitate me. Ha dicho nuestro pastor. Our pastor has said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. Una vida transparente. A transparent life que lo ha dado todo por basura he's caught, he's considered everything garbage para seguir su llamado. In order to follow his calling. ¿Sabes tú que Pablo era como un ministro de justicia en la nación? You know that Paul was the equivalent of, of a, a judge or a magistrate in his country? Era el segundo en la ley en todo, en todo Israel. El primero era Gamaliel y el segundo era él. He was the second, uh, the second most authority after Gamaliel in the law. Por eso él podía pedir cartas e ir a perseguir a los judíos que estaban hablando de Cristo. That's why he was able to request letters giving him authority to persecute the Christians and kill them. ¿Sabes cuánto eso le representaba en fama, en amistades, en conocidos y en todas las relaciones que él tenía? Do you know, do you have any idea how much power and how much prestige he had among his, the people who knew him and his city? Dice todo lo he dado por basura por amor a Cristo. But he says I count all those things as rubbish in, uh, in order to gain Christ. Todo lo he dado por basura. I consider it all garbage. Por amor al nombre de aquel que me salvó. In the in order in the name of the love of him who saved me. Pero nadie te puede obligar a ser hijo. But no one can force you to be a son. Vamos a ver qué dice segunda de Timoteo. Let's look at 2 Timothy. ¿Cuántos esta mañana están recibiendo ese desafío de querer ser hijos y querer madurar y querer poder formar una familia espiritual? How many this morning are receiving that challenge to be spiritual sons and allow themselves to be formed? Siempre tú vas a tener gente cercana a ti. You will always always have people around you que te ama, that love you. ¿Por qué no le dices, me pudieras enseñar a poderte ser de bendición? Why can't you tell them, could you please show me how to be a blessing? ¿Cómo yo te puedo ser de bendición a ti? How can I be a blessing to you? Si te he ofendido, perdóname. If I've offended you, forgive si me. Si he hecho algo por, por en forma indebida, perdóname. If I've done something in, the, in an improper way, forgive me. Pero quiero ser una familia en Cristo junto contigo. But I want to be, I want to form part of the family of Christ along with you. ¿Cuántos desearían eso? How many desire that? Y empezaremos por nuestra propia casa, ¿verdad? And we can begin in our own home. Pastor, nosotros debemos de ser una iglesia con amor. Pastor, we should be a church full of love. Y le digo, es verdad. And it's true. Por eso hay que negarse uno mismo y dar su vida por la persona que tienes a un lado. That's why you have to deny yourself and give yourself for the person you have next to you. Porque el amor no se trata de que te den, el amor se trata de dar. Because love is not about 
you receiving. Love is about you El amor giving. no se trata de recibir, el amor se trata de dar. Love is not about somebody giving to you, it's about you giving to them. El amor no se trata de cómo nos tratan a nosotros, sino cómo nosotros tratamos a los demás. Love is not about how you're treated. Love is Ese about es how you treat amor. others. That's true love. Dice Juan 15:13, este es el verdadero amor que uno dé su vida por sus hermanos. John 15:13, Jesus says, this is true love that a man would give his life for his brothers. Pero para eso tenemos que aprender a ser hijos. But in order to accomplish that, we need to learn how to be sons. ¿Qué dice segunda de Timoteo, capítulo 1, versículo 1 y 2, hermano José? Let's go to 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. Léelo, por favor. There, you, therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. The things which you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Segunda Timoteo 2. Second Timothy 2. Capítulo 1. Cha chapter 1. Versículo 1 y 2. Second Timothy chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. Mm -hmm. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, according to the promise of life in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, my beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. Y donde leyeron también, segundo Timoteo 2.1. And 2 Timothy 2.1. Tú pues, hijo mío, esfuérzate en la gracia que es en Cristo Jesús. You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Pablo, Paul, tuvo en Timoteo un hijo amado y fiel en la fe. Had in Timothy a beloved and faithful son in the faith. Primera Tesalonicenses capítulo 2. First Thessalonians chapter 2. ¿Sabes por qué te estoy dando muchos versículos, amado hermano? You know why I'm giving you so many verses, beloved brother? Porque esta prédica te la van a querer discutir los que no conocen a Cristo. Because those who don't know Christ are going to want to argue this message with No, you. a nadie llames padre en la tierra más the, que a Dios. The Bible says don't call anyone father on earth other than other than God the Father. Ahí tienes un fariseo y un necio. You have there a fool and a Pharisee. Porque es obvio que a nadie vas a poner por encima de Dios. Because obviously you're not going to put anyone above God. Pero Dios puso apóstoles, profetas, maestros, evangelistas, pastores para ser padres que te ministren la justicia de Dios. But God put pa pastors, prophets, evangelists, preachers and teachers to be spiritual fathers that would minister God to you. En 1 Tesalonicenses 2, en 1 Tesalonicenses 2, versículo desde el 10, from verse 10, al 12, from verse 10 to 2, it says, You are witnesses, and so is God, how divinely and uprightly and blamelessly we have behaved towards you believers, just as you know how we were exhorting and encouraging and imploring each of you as fathers, each of you as fathers would his own children. So that you would walk in a manner worthy of the call of God, of, of the God who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. Entonces, qué tremendo que en el versículo 11 dice que como el padre a sus hijos, así Pablo le enseñaba a las iglesias. And so I call your attention to verse 11 where it says, just as, how, just as fathers implore and encourage and exhort their own children. Nosotros los pastores tenemos la responsabilidad de querer ser sus padres. Past, we as pastors have the responsibility to be as fathers unto you. El corazón de un pastor es ver al pueblo de Dios como su propia familia. The heart of a pastor is to see the church as his own family. Nosotros tenemos ese pastor acá. And we have that pastor here. Tenemos ministros de la misma manera. And we have ministers with the same heart. Pero muchas veces times, el enemigo nos engaña the enemy lies to us. y decimos no se metan con mi vida. And we say, Don't get in my life. En esa área no te permito opinar. I don't let you get involved in that area of my life. ¿Quieres que yo abra mi corazón? You want me to open my heart to you? Yo le permití a mi pastor opinar en todas mis áreas. I've allowed my pastor give his opinion in every area of my life. ¿Y quieres saber cómo es nuestra vida con and, mi esposa? And you want to know how my life is with my wife con mi hija and with my daughter con el esposo de mi hija with the husband of my of my daughter con mis nietas and with my grandchildren somos como los que sueñan salmo 126 we're like those who dream 
Psalm 126. Porque Dios nos hizo salir de la cautividad del pecado. Because God allowed us to leave the captivity of sin. Dios nos hizo salir de la cautividad de la rebelión. And God allowed us to leave the captivity of rebellion. ¿Y sabes por qué? You know why? Porque quisimos ser hijos. Because we wanted to be children or sons. Aún Eliseo, segunda de Reyes, capítulo 2, versículo 12. 2 Kings, chapter 2, verse 12. Padre mío. Father. Padre mío. Father. Eliseo. Elisha. Viendo que se iba Elías en los carros de fuego. Watching Elijah. Padre mío. Be taken up in a fiery chariot. Father. Y no era su hijo. And he en lo wasn't, natural. And in the natural, he wasn't his son. Pero Eliseo pudo reconocer en Elías un hombre de Dios. But Elisha was able to see in Elijah a father in the Lord. Y él quiso ser su hijo. And he wanted to be his son. En la fe. In the faith. Filipenses 2. Philippians chapter 2. 21 y 22. Philippians chapter 2, verses 21 y 22. Léelos, por favor, José. ¿Qué está diciendo Pablo? Puedes leer desde el 19, José. We're going to read from verse 19. Hasta el 22, por favor. But I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you shortly, that I also may be encouraged when I know your state. For I have no one like-minded who will sincerely care for your state. For all seek their own, but not the things which are of Christ Jesus. But you know his proven character, that as a son with his father, he served with me in the gospel. Te aseguro. I assure you que Timoteo es de los discípulos que más menciona la Biblia en el Nuevo Testamento. I assure you that Timothy is among the disciples that are most mentioned in the Bible. ¿Y sabes qué edad tenía? You know how old he was? 17 años. He was 17. Pero ¿sabes qué corazón tenía? But you know what heart he had? El de un hijo. He had the heart of a son. Yo creo que en la iglesia cristiana tendremos que empezar a hacer los ministerios de los Timoteos. I think the, the Christian church needs to become To be, needs to begin to have the ministry of Timothy. Y tenemos que empezar a hacer los ministerios de las Ruths. And we need to do the ministry of Ruth. Noemi, tu Dios será tu Dios, mi Dios y tu pueblo será mi pueblo. Naomi, your God shall be my God and your people shall be my people. Ni una objeción. No objections. Ruth era Moabita. Ruth was a Moabite. Y Noemi era del pueblo judío. And Naomi was Jewish. Y sabes quién fue Ruth luego? And you know who Ruth became later on? Del linaje de David. She, she, she made she formed part of David's lineage ¿sabes por qué? you know why? porque quiso ser hija de Noemi because she wanted to be Naomi's daughter quiso seguir el consejo de Noemi and wanted to follow Naomi's uh, counsel fue bendecida en todo so she was blessed in everything te aseguro I assure you que tú llegaste hoy a este lugar that you came to this place diciendo saying el mundo se está poniendo cada día más difícil Life and this world every day is getting harder and harder. Peleas, fights, guerras, wars, asesinatos, killings, terremotos, earthquakes, tsunamis, tsunamis, violencia, violence. Pero dijo Jesús, no os preocupéis. But, but Jesus said, don't worry. Todas esas cosas han de venir para anunciar que la llegada mía está pronto. All of these things are coming to announce that my coming is near. Entonces, ¿cuál tiene que ser nuestra prioridad en la casa de Dios? So what should our priority be in the house of God? Venir un rato a la casa del Señor. To come to the house of God for a little while. A cumplir. Just to punch our card. Como cuando lo hacíamos en la religión. Like, like what we did when we were part of a religion. O llegar a la casa de Dios a buscar Or should we come to the house of God to seek dirección para nuestra vida? To seek direction for our life. Para ponerla luego en obediencia. So that we can later be obedient to that direction. Pastor, Pastor, qué tremenda estuvo la palabra. Pastor, that word was awesome. Y yo digo amén. Ahora solo falta obedecerla. So I get excited, say amen. Let's go obey it. Porque te aseguro que esta palabra el Pastor Molina se las ha dado aquí cien veces. I'm sure that Pastor Joaquin has shared this word a thousand times here. Primera Corintios 4. 
Te estoy llevando a muchas escrituras para que no digas luego, pastor, esa es su opinión. I'm taking you to see many scriptures so that you don't think later that this was just my opinion. Los pastores no tenemos opinión, solamente somos los mensajeros del Señor. As pastors, we're not called to give you our opinion, but to be messengers of God. Nuestra obligación es traer la palabra, la responsabilidad tuya es obedecerla. Our responsibility is to bring the word of God and your responsibility is to obey it. ¿Cierto? Right? A nadie se le puede imponer obediencia. You can't impose obedience on Pero anyone. nadie va a poder negar que cualquier persona que se sienta en este lugar unos cuantas semanas conoce la verdad para ser libre. But no one will be able to deny that if you sit in these, in these chairs for a couple of weeks, they will know the truth that can set them free. ¿Sí o no? Right? Dice Pablo, lee 1 Corintios 4 desde el 14 a 17, por favor. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 from 12 to 14. Al 17, 14 to 17. I do not write these things to shame you, but to admonish you as my beloved children. Como a hijos as amados. My, as my beloved children. No para avergonzarles, dice Pablo. He says not to shame you. Estaban haciendo de la suya los corintios. The Corinthians were doing many things, in, many wrong things. Y Pablo se paró como un papá. And Paul stood up as a father. ¿Qué más? But to admonish you as my beloved children, for if you were to have countless tutors in Christ, yet you would not have many fathers. For in Christ I became your father through the gospel. Tú puedes tener muchos maestros, mis amados corintios. You may have many tutors in Christ, beloved Corinthians. Pero yo soy su padre en la fe, dijo But Pablo. But I am your father in the faith. Ustedes nacieron de mis lomos. And you were birthed out of my loins. Yo les presenté a Cristo. And I presented Christ to you. No edifiqué sobre fundamento ajeno. Yo fui el primero que les traje la palabra. I didn't build upon another, another man's foundation. I was the first to bring you the word. Y luego 16 y 17. Verse 16 says, Therefore I exhort you, be imitators of me. Por tanto, imítenme, dijo Pablo. Therefore I exhort Vean you. Vean mi vida. Imitate me. What, look at my life. ¿Podemos nosotros decirle eso a nuestras familiares? Can we tell that to our family members? A nuestro esposo, esposa. To, to our husband and wife. Hijos. To our children. Tus hijos no van a obedecer lo que tú les digas. Your children will not obey what you say. Van a obedecer lo que tú les muestres con tu vida. They're going to obey what you show them with your life. Tú no le puedes decir a un muchacho que no beba si tú bebes. You can't tell your son not to drink if you drink. Tú no puedes decir a un muchacho que no fume si tú fumas. You can't tell him not to smoke if you're smoking. Tú no puedes decirle a un muchacho que no hable malas palabras si nosotros las hablamos. You can't tell them not to curse when you curse. Porque los muchachos no van a aprender lo que les decimos. Because your children are not going to learn from what you tell them. Van a aprender lo que les mostramos. They're going to learn from what you show them. Por eso Pablo se llamó un padre de Timoteo. That's why Paul was called Timothy's father. Porque padre significa el que deja huellas. Because father is one who leaves a pattern. El que marca una pauta. He who leaves footprints to walk in. Amen. ¿Sí o no? Amen. Amen. Por eso mismo se ha enviado a Timoteo, dice el 17, que es mi hijo amado y fiel en el Señor. For this reason I've sent to you Timothy, who is my beloved and faithful child in the Lord. Nos está haciendo un desafío el Señor esta mañana. God is challenging us this morning. Querer ser hijos amados. To desire to be beloved children. Y fieles. And faithful. Del Padre. From the Father. Sí, del Padre. Of the Father, yes, del hijo. of the Father. Of del the Espíritu Son, Santo and of the Holy Spirit. y del siervo de Dios que Dios tiene parado aquí. But also of the servant of God that God has placed in this house. Porque eres el responsable de nuestras vidas, dará doble cuenta. Because because he's responsible for our lives before God, he's going to have to give a double account. ¿Cuántos dicen amén? Amen. Vamos a ir a Efesios 4. Let's go to Ephesians 4. El 11, por favor. Ephesians 4:11. 11 y 12. Léelo en inglés. Del 11, 12, 13, 14 y 15. Del 11 al 15. Por favor, solo inglés lo vamos a leer. Ephesians 4, 11 through 15. And he gave some as apostles and some as prophets, some as evangelists, some as pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, 
for the work of the ministry, for the work of service, to the building up of the body of Christ until we all attain the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. As a result, we are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, by craftiness in deceitful scheming. But speaking the truth in love, we're to grow up in all aspects to, into him who is the head, even Christ. ¿Cuántos queremos dejar de ser niños fluctuantes? How many want to stop being uh, children who es are tossed desafío. to and fro? Es un desafío. It's a challenge that's Niño fluctuante no tiene que ver con la edad. A child who's tossed to and fro is not one is not one a child by age. Niño fluctuante significa cuánto tú quieres madurar en Cristo Jesús. When when it talks about those who fluctuate back and forth, it Para talks dejar about de serlo. It talks about your maturity in Christ. Nosotros necesitamos maestros, pastores, evangelistas, profetas que nos enseñen como padres a hijos. So God gave pastors, prophets, evangelists, preachers and teachers to instruct us in Christ. Para que lleguemos a la unidad de la fe. So that we would come to the unity of the faith. Una sola fe. One faith. Y que la casa del Señor esté unida. And that God's house would be united. Porque dice la Biblia tres veces en los evangelios. Because the Bible says three times in the gospel. Casa dividida no prevalecerá. A house divided will not stand. No solo dice no prosperará. It doesn't, it doesn't just say it won't prosper. Dice que va a ser destruida. It says it will be destroyed. Y las iglesias se destruyen porque nadie quiere pararse a hablar la verdad. And churches are destroyed because no one wants to stand to give the truth. Porque la verdad es espada de doble filo. Because the truth is a double-edged sword. Que corta. That cuts. Que penetra. And penetrates. Pero también sana. But it also heals. También madura. And it also causes to mature. También cambia tu lamento en baile. It changes your mourning into dancing. También restaura una familia destruida. And it restores a También destroyed family. También te hace family. madurar. And it causes you to mature. También le da propósito a tu vida. It gives purpose for your life. Si queremos ser hijos, vamos a poder entonces ser maduros. If we want to be sons, then we can be mature. Si queremos ser hijos, vamos a poder ser obedientes. If we want to be sons, then we will be able to be obedient. Si queremos ser hijos, vamos a poder habitar en familia con la paz del Señor en nuestra casa. If we want to be sons, we'll be able to abide in family with the peace of God in our home. Por favor, no me diga nadie que algunas veces llegamos a casa y decimos, Señor, gracias por tu paz, aunque no me haya ido muy bien en los negocios hoy, no importa. Don't tell me that some of you don't come home some days and say, Lord, thank you for your peace, even if business is not going well. Thank you for your peace. Tengo mi familia, I tengo have my mis family. hijos. I have my children. Tenemos techo. I have, Tenemos ropa. I have a roof over my head. I have clothes. Tenemos comida. I have food. Estoy bien. I'm doing well. Te tengo a ti en mi corazón. I have you in my heart. ¿Cuánto vale eso? What is that worth? Tiene que haber un cáncer para nosotros levantar los ojos al cielo. It, do we need to have do we need to be diagnosed with cancer to raise our eyes to the heavens? Porque ahí todo el mundo dice, Dios mío. Because everybody there says, God. Yo he viajado mucho en avión en los últimos meses. I've been traveling a lot um, on in, on by plane todo in the last few months. Todo el mundo está hablando basura, chistes. Everyone's talking trash. Pero cuando el avión agarra una bolsa de aire. But when the plane hits some turbulence. Dios mío. God. Ayúdame. Help us. Pasa la bolsa de aire. The turbulence passes. Y seguimos en lo mismo. And we go back to our same nonsense. ¿Cuántas veces pasa eso como nosotros como cristianos? How many times does that happen to our life as Christians? El Señor tiene que mandar esas pruebas para estremecernos y recordarnos quién es el Señor. God needs to send those those trials to our life to test us and shake us and remind us who God is. Quiero llevarte a Salmo 68, 5. Estoy contra el tiempo. I want to take you to Psalm 5. Psalm 68:5. Ya que tú quieres madurar, ya que tú puedes estar en en la unión de la misma fe, tú puedes ser parte de la familia del Señor. Now that you've decided to mature and be part of the family of faith, you can walk with the Lord. Y no importa cómo hayas llegado. And it doesn't matter how you got 
to where you are. Dice Salmo 68, 5 y 6, José. Psalm 68, 5 and 6 says, A father of the fatherless and a judge to the widows is God in his holy habitation. God makes a home for the lonely. He leads out the prisoners into prosperity. Only the rebellious dwell in a parched land. Gloria a Dios por la iglesia cristiana. Praise God for the, Porque for the yo Christian estaba church. Desamparado. Because I was lost. Yo estaba destruido. I was destroyed. Estaba sin Dios. I was without God. Sin propósito. Without purpose. Un homeless en la calle. I was homeless on the streets of Miami. Pero gloria a Dios que tenemos un Padre que nos hace habitar en familia. But glory to God that we have a God that causes the fatherless to gloria dwell in a house. a Dios que tenemos un Padre que aún a las viudas Glory to God. Hace habitar en familia. Glory to God that oh, we. Oh, tú te vas a gozar con estos versículos hoy. You're going to rejoice with those verses today. Vas a salir danzando de acá. You're going to dance with those verses today. Porque las viudas no solo son las que han perdido a su marido físicamente, Because, sino muchas que han sido abandonadas y desterradas. Because widows are not just those who have lost their husband to death, but those who have been left behind. Te queda lo más grande que es Cristo. The greatest thing you have is Christ Jesus. Or you have the greatest. No hay motivo para estar triste. There's no reason to be sad. Porque el Señor te está diciendo, ven. Because God is telling you, Sígueme. come, follow me. Yo te quiero hacer habitar en familia. I want to make you dwell in family. Ya no quiero que estés triste. I don't want you to be sad ya anymore. no quiero que estés huérfano. I don't want you to be an orphan. Ya no quiero que tú puedas decir es que mi padre no me hizo caso. I don't want you to have to say my father didn't pay attention to me. Dios ha puesto pastores, God maestros, has placed evangelistas, pastors and and ministros, ministers, apóstoles, apostles, para que tú no estés desamparado, so that you would not be lost, para que tú habites en la familia del Señor que es la iglesia. And so you would abide in the family that is the church. ¿Cuál es la familia espiritual? La iglesia. What is the spiritual family? It's the church. Cada persona que tú ves acá es tu hermano y tu hermana en la fe. Every person you see next to you is your brother and sister in faith. ¿Dónde lo dice, pastor? Where does it say that, pastor? Primera Timoteo 5. First Timothy chapter 5. Honra a las viudas que en verdad lo son. Honor the widows who truly are widows. 5, 1 y 2. Léelo, por favor. Do not sharply rebuke an older man, but rather appeal to him as a father, to younger men as brothers, to the older women as mothers, and the younger women as sisters in all purity. Honor widows who are widows indeed, but if any widow has, a ch has children or grandchildren, they must first learn to practice piety in regard to their own family and to make some return to their parents, for this is acceptable in the sight of God. Dios quiere su familia. God wants his family. Padres, madres, hermanas, hermanos en la fe. Fathers, mothers, brothers and sisters in faith. ¿Sí o no? Right? Dice Lucas 14, 26, el que no ama de menos a padre, madre más que a mí no puede ser mi discípulo Luke 14.26 says he who does not love me above his father, mother, sister and brothers cannot be my disciple entonces Dios te da una familia so God gives you a family en la fe in the faith si tú no puedes funcionar en la familia de la fe no creo que podamos funcionar en la predicación a nuestros familiares que no conocen de Dios. If you can't operate in the family of faith, I don't think you're going to be able to reach your family members who are lost. Porque aquí te vas tú puliendo. Because here you are en amor, you're sharpened, en madurez, you're, you're polished in love and in maturity. Salmo 113. Psalm 113. Este te va a encantar. You're going to love this one. Nadie va a tener pretexto. No one will have an excuse. Ni siquiera la persona que no tuvo hijos. Not even the person who didn't have children. Vamos a leerlo desde el 5, 113, 5 al 9. Psalm 113. Mira qué hermoso este versículo. Estos five, versículos. 5 through 9. Who is like the Lord our God, who is enthroned on high, who, who, who humbles himself to behold the things that are in heaven and in the earth. He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with princes, uh, to make them sit with princes with the princes of his people. He makes the barren woman abide in the house, in the house as a joyful mother of children. Praise the Lord. 
¿Cuántos dicen amén, Señor? How many say amen, Lord? ¿Sabes una cosa? You know something? Él levanta del polvo al pobre. It says he lifts the poor from the dust. De ahí me levantaron a mí hace 17 años. That's where I was lifted up from 17 years ago. El menesteroso también lo saca del muladar. And lifts the needy from the ash heap. ¿Sabes qué significa muladar? You know what the ash heap means? Donde hay estiércol de animales. Or in Spanish it says the uh, the sewer. De ahí nos sacó el Señor. That's where the Lord pulled, took us from. Si nosotros hoy podemos reconocerlo, decirle, Señor, de ahí me sacaste. And we can acknowledge that today and say, Lord, you pulled me from there. De un muradar. From a sewer. Olíamos a mundo. We smelled of the world. Olíamos a rebelión. We smelled of rebellion. Olíamos a pecado. We smelled of sin. Olíamos a muerte eterna. And we smelled of death. Pero Dios nos saca de ahí y nos hace sentar ahora entre los príncipes de su pueblo. Aquí están hoy los príncipes del pueblo del Señor. And here you find the princes of the, of the people of God. Los príncipes the princes del pueblo de Dios. Of the, of the people of God. He conocido muchas mujeres que me dicen, Pastor, usted no sabe la tristeza de no haber podido tener hijos. I've met many women who say, Pastor, you don't know how sad I am that I haven't had children Le dije, no tienes Escoge aquí los que te and I told them you have no problem you, can, you have many here to choose from Escoge los que te choose the one you like Hay que no una mamá. there are many children that don't have a mother Hay que no un papá. many children who don't have a father Estamos llamados a ser padres. And we're called to be fathers. Estamos llamados a habitar en familia. We're called to abide in family. Estamos de, de, llamados a amar todo el mundo. Dice, pastores que queremos una iglesia con amor. We're called to love everyone. And people tell me, pastor, we want a church full of love. Le digo, amar es servir. And I tell them, well, to love is to serve. Amar es soportar la corrección de tu pastor. And to love is to withstand the correction from your pastor. Amor es obedecer a tus sugieres cuando te dicen que te sientes en un lugar y no te tengas que sentar donde tú quieres. To love is to obey the, the usher when he tells you to sit somewhere. Entonces el amor empieza por else. nosotros, no por los demás. So love begins with you. It doesn't begin with someone else. Primero Corintios 13 dice que amar es dar, creer, soportar todo a cambio de nada. First Corinthians 13 says that love is to withstand, to put up with, to give everything. ¿Sí no? At, without any benefit in return. Pastores, ¿qué sabe qué pasa? ¿Qué? Yo ya no quiero mucho a mi esposa. Pastor, you know what the, the thing is? I just I don't love my wife that much anymore. Y dice nuestro pastor Molina. And our pastor Molina tells ¿De verdad tú quieres amarla mucho? Do you want to love her a lot? Sí, pastor, yo yes, la quiero pastor, amar mucho. I want to love her. Ponle todas tus propiedades a su nombre. Put all your properties in her name. Todo lo que tú tienes, ponselo a su nombre. Put all your properties, everything you own, put it in her name. Casas. Your house. Terrenos. Your, your lands. El taller mecánico. Your, uh, your mechanic shop. Y tú la vas a amar mucho. And you're going to love her a lot. Y te vas a asegurar que ella nunca te deje de amar. And you're going to, you'll be certain that she'll never stop calling you. Porque si te deja de amar, te quedaste en la calle, amigo. Ahí sí le vas a decir, sí, my little baby. ¿Sí o no? Right. Allá los hombres dicen, vámonos ya. En México, los hombres dicen, creo que está late. Termino, Efesios 4. We're going to finish with Ephesians 4. ¿Cuántos se gozaron con Salmo 113? How many rejoice with Psalm 113? ¿Cuántos quieren ser mamás de muchos muchachos que no tienen una mamá? How many want to be mothers of many children who don't have mothers? Hermanos, Her brothers, padres, fathers. Efesios 4. Ephesians 4. Del 1 al 4. Ephesians por favor. 4 verses 1 through 4 it says therefore I the prisoner of the Lord employ you to walk in a manner worthy of your calling of the calling which you've been called with all humility and gentleness with patience showing tolerance for one another in love being diligent to preserve the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace there is one body and one spirit just as you also were called in one hope of your calling 
soportando viste qué largo hay que soportar hermano así dice en español hasta con doble o te lo ponen en la casa del Señor in the house of God dice que veamos al hermano como superior a uno mismo it says that we should see our brother as superior to ourselves que honremos al hermano como superior a uno mismo that we honor our, our brother as superior to our, ourselves que respetemos al hermano como superior a uno mismo that we respect him as superior to ourselves con toda humildad with all humility con toda mansedumbre with all meekness como Cristo nos mandó a hacer as Christ called us to do Cristo dijo en Filipenses 2. Christ said in Philippians chapter 2. Hagan lo que yo hice. Do what I did. Cuando cuando el Señor le está hablando a los filipenses y when, te lo quiero leer. When the Lord is speaking to the Philippians. 2:5, por favor, 2:5 y 6. Philippians chapter 2 verses 5 and 6. Have this attitude in yourselves, which was also in Christ Jesus, who although He existed in the form of God, did not regard, regard equality with, with God a thing to be grasped. Si Dios se despojó, Cristo, de if, su grandeza, de su deidad, ¿cuánto más nosotros? If Christ emptied himself of his, godly, of, of his um, Godhead, of his authority, how much more shouldn't we? El Señor dijo, The Lord said, Un nuevo mandamiento os doy. A new commandment I give you. Escúchalo bien. Listen to this. El mandamiento ya se había dado, amen a los demás como a ustedes mismos. Pero él dijo, ahora les doy un nuevo mandamiento. The commandment had already been given, love one another as you as love your neighbor as yourself, but he says, now I give you a new commandment. Amen a los demás. Love one love one another. Como yo os he amado. As I have loved you. ¿Quieres no tener problema con nadie? You don't want to have any trouble. You want to stop having problems with everyone? Un desafío para hasta para mí que lo estoy predicando. I'm challenging you and I'm challenging myself. Cuando te peguen una mejilla, when they strike you on the right cheek, pon la otra. Offer them your your left cheek. Cuando te pidan, when they ask you for something, dale a la persona. Give it to that person. Si te piden una milla, camina dos. If they ask you for a mile to walk with them one mile, give, walk with them two miles. Créeme que eso va a ser un buen entrenamiento para el amor. Believe me, that's going to be a good, good training for you. Créeme que va a ser un buen entrenamiento para la humildad. It's going to be good training for unity. La Biblia dice que nos neguemos a nosotros mismos. The Bible calls us to deny ourselves. Te exhorto, te animo. And I encourage and exhort you a reflexionar en esas palabras. To reflect on those words. A que tengas esta predicación. To, to go by the preaching. ¿Sabes por qué? You know why? Porque no fue una opinión lo que yo te di. Because what I shared with you wasn't an opinion. Fue la opinión de Dios. It was God's word. Dios te quiere hacer habitar en familia. God wants to cause you to dwell in family. Dios quiere que ya no seas un huérfano espiritual. And God wants you to no longer be a spiritual orphan. Dios no quiere que vayas andando de iglesia en iglesia en iglesia en iglesia. Te voy a dar un ejemplo. God doesn't want you to be jumping from church to church to church. I'm going to give you an example. Agarra un árbol. Grab a tree. Plántalo en tu jardín. And, and, and plant it in your garden. Y después de un año, quítalo de ahí. And after a year, pluck it up. Y llévalo a otro jardín. And take it to another garden. Quizá ese árbol nunca vuelva a pegar en el piso. That tree may never uh, put, root, put roots out again. Y eso pasa muchas veces con nosotros. And that happens many times with us. Porque queremos a Cristo. Because we love Christ. Pero a nuestra manera. But we love him our way. Como cuando estábamos en la religión. Like when we were in our religion. A mi manera. I love God my way. Solo hay una manera. There's only one way to love God. En el Señor. And that's in the Lord. La puerta estrecha. It's the narrow way. Cuando yo tuve una visión de la puerta estrecha, la vi de dos maneras. I saw two things when I saw a, a vision of the narrow door I saw two things Muy angosta it was very narrow y muy bajita and very low Y le dije Señor por qué bajita And I said Lord why so, why why is it low Porque me gusta ver a mi pueblo con el pecho asentado en el piso Because I like to see my people with their with their chest on the floor Humillándose a mí humbling themselves Como lo hicieron los siervos del antiguo pacto y del like antiguo testamento Like the Old Testament saints did David no discutió David no discutió. David didn't argue. Samuel no discutió. Samuel didn't argue. Pablo no discutió. Paul didn't argue. Pedro no. 
Peter didn't argue. Aún lo que hizo, el Señor lo, lo, lo redimió. Even what he did, God redeemed him. Yo te pido hoy And so I ask you today que tú tomes el desafío that you take that challenge de querer ser un hijo to want to be a son de querer ser un, un, un hombre ya maduro una mujer madura to be a mature man or woman y te pido el desafío de querer ser una familia and I challenge you to want to form part of the family en una familia no se permite que se hable mal de nadie in a family you don't allow people to talk bad one about one en una familia no se permite murmurar and a murmuring is not allowed murmurar significa hablar de alguien que no está presente murmuring is to speak of someone who's not present dice que cuando alguien tenga algo contra alguien vaya primeramente en privado y se lo hable the bible says when you have something against your brother go Go to him in private and speak with him. Lo más impresionante de esta enseñanza. The most amazing thing about this teaching. No es haberlo escuchado. No es haberlo escuchado. Is not having heard it. Es ponerla por obra. It's putting it into practice. Póngase de pie, por favor. Be on your feet. Let's be on our feet this morning. Kenny, puede cerrar, por favor. Le doy gracias al Señor por este tiempo I thank God for this y por la paciencia que tuvieron para escuchar y la traducción. And the that you had to to the Praise the Lord. Let's have the musicians come up. And if you stand here empty, you stand here without hope, you stand here saying, I'm fatherless. You shouldn't leave fatherless. You know, God is the greatest father of all. And yes, he's put people in this church to be a brother to you, to be a sister for you, to be there for you. And he's, and he's placed fathers, he's placed mothers to pastor your life. I mean, just, I'll tell you, I've been for 17 years, when I came to the Lord 17 years ago, My, the pastor of this church was my youth pastor. And yet, yet he was a brother to me. He was truly a father to me. And he discipled me. He was always there for me. I would always come to his law office. He was busy doing his work, but he always had time for me. He laid down his life for me. When I needed him the most, he was there for me. To me, that meant everything. When a father lays down his life for his son. That's everything. You know, God's called you to be fathers too. To be father to a fatherless. And it requires that to lay down your life. Like our, our God did. He gave his only begotten son. And you know what? He laid it all down his best. That's a true father. So this morning, let's go ahead and, and let's... Close our eyes. Let's lift up our voice. Let us give him our heart to him and say, God, here I am, just as I am. Use me, Lord. Use me, God. I want to be a father to the fatherless. I want to be a brother to one that doesn't have a brother in their life. I want to be a mother to those that don't have a mother. I want to be a sister to those that don't have a sister. Use me, God. And if you feel here today you don't have a father, I pray that you may reach out to someone and call them your father, a man of God, a woman of God. Surrender yourself to the Lord today. If you want prayer today, you can come to the altar we'll pray for you I know we're, we're short on time but we'll, we'll definitely pray for you if you're you feel you have no hope you feel you just need a hug of a father you can come up and we'll just hug you if you just need an embrace